You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com. Hampton Roads has a long-running high school and college sports tradition. It's time to give them the spotlight they deserve. This is the 757 at 6 on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. 757 at 6, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. I'm Tim Donnelly, Robbie Vogler producing the show. You'll hear from him for his roundout in a couple minutes. Uh, The reason why I say that is because we have a short show. Norfolk Tides taking over the airwaves about 6.30. So we'll we'll make way for some, some baseball action coming up here in the not too distant future. Uh you can just you can just pencil this in as a as a conversation for the next oh forever. Uh the transfer portal. We talked with Kevin Decker, ODU offensive coordinator yesterday. I said, "What's your shopping list for the portal?" He said, "Hey, coach Ronnie hasn't been secretive. We're looking for a quarterback in the portal." Now, part of me shivers when I hear that because uh Jack Shields <laughs> exists. Now, this is this is pure human interest, okay? This is not football evaluation. I'm not talking about his ability on the field. We have not seen Jack Shields play in a college football game that that was it like a fall actual college football game yet. But I do know that he's been on campus for two years. He's been grinding. He's been biding his time. He was a backup third string he was a walk-on he worked his way all the way up to where to where uh he was put on scholarship after the spring game uh, he's competing to be the starter with with a transfer in grant wilson and they're gonna bring in another transfer and i feel for that guy because if this were five six seven eight ten twenty years ago i guess hayden wolf would probably still be around but it sounded like from coach decker that that Hayden Wolf was maybe going to have his reps cut down a little bit, uh, kind of implied that. So maybe Jack Shields would be the guy, but now they're going to bring in more competition. It's the the king of the hill thing, right? You, you become the king of the hill, but some new challenger is always approaching in college football nowadays. So they're looking for a quarterback. What I would say is this, for a healthy locker room, you either need to bring someone in who is way better, and this is just my observations, way better or way more of a developmental prospect than the quarterbacks you have right now. Because likely they already, hopefully, if you have a health, they already kind of own the locker room, right? They're already liked, they're already respected, they put in work. So if you bring in someone that's way better than them, Everybody will always put winning. They'll go, ah, what are you going to do? Right? That guy's really good. Sorry. Like, you're my boy. I love you. But I want to win, and that guy's way better. And they won't say it like that, but I'm just saying mentally they can understand it, and they won't see it as some kind of slight. Again, they won't say that to the quarterback. The other one is if they're way more of a developmental prospect, right? If you bring in somebody with a ton of potential, but they're you know a year or two away from from legitimately contending, then it's like, all right, cool. They're going to slot in. They're going to earn. They're going to pay their dues just like you did. And then when you're ready, they'll you know they'll compete. It's when you bring someone in who's like just a little bit better that it becomes difficult. 
because then you get the divided locker room. You get guys that are loyal to their friends. And right, if they're a little bit better, you're still going to start the guy who's a little bit better because you're a coach and you're competitive and you want the best quarterback out there. But then everybody else will be like, what the heck are you doing? This is messed up to him. And that's the kind of stuff that I worry about when it comes to the transfer portal. Because coaches have to play the portal game. They have to. That's just the way it is now. But at the same time, it can't be good for your program to see a guy put in years of work to get into a position and and bide his time and be a kind of, you know, the quintessential true professional, even though not pro. Like be the 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 team player and sacrifice only to when it's their turn to step into the spotlight, have somebody else swoop in who hasn't paid any of the dues in the building and take that spot. So I'm I'm very What's the opposite of envious? I am very, like, like, not envious. I'm not jealous of college coaches right now, right? Because I'm I, like, I'm tracking the portal. I followed on Twitter, like an NCAA portal tracker, and I had to unfollow it like 12 hours later because my entire Twitter was just this guy portal, that guy. It was everyone that enters into the portal. It was you know FAU. Uh, Backup kicker entering the portal, and I'm like, I don't just tell me the ones that I care about, but I I couldn't couldn't do that. Um, but in the, like the 12 hours I was in there, uh, TCU defensive back Keontae Jenkins entered the transfer portal. Uh, he is from Norfolk, Virginia. Played in 15 games during his time with TCU. Uh, Cameron Kelly, guy from Chesapeake. Went to North Carolina, transferred in January to Virginia. He's already back in the portal again. And I'm going, ODU has to be interested in these guys. Because if not, they're passing up an opportunity to get a level of talent that they can't pass up. But there's also some defensive back at ODU right now that has been grinding for the chance to play. And and these guys might swoop in. And that I just can't get down with that. Which is why I don't envy the coaches because they have to, but I they can't like it. Right? We talked with with Dr. Wood Selig earlier today, ODU athletic director, and I brought up putting Jack Shields on scholarship. They had that moment after the spring game. And my question was, does everyone in the athletics program fight to be the person that gets to tell Jack Shields or any walk-on that they're now on full athletic scholarship? Because that has to be such a great moment, right? At the same time, does everybody, like whoever says, whoever has that moment should also be the one that has to go in and tell a position group that you're bringing in a former four-star from a power five conference as a transfer. Like if you're the one that tells Jack Shields he's on scholarship, you also have to be the one that tells Jack Shields when you sign the quarterback transfer you're looking for this off season. Because that has to be, awful and you ha- you should tell him by the way don't let him find out on twitter you should you should get the 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 position group together and make him hear it from the coaches and explain why even if you're just doing like the competition is good for everybody make you have to say it i'm 100% I, if i were a coach would be 100% more worried about the transfer portal and the effect it'll have on the culture of our team, then I would name image and likeness. You, have you, you, obviously you have. You've seen the movie Miracle, right? Yes. Uh, 
the the guy I think his name was Timmy. He was the one that they by the way if you haven't seen Miracle spoiler alert for a, a movie from 20 years ago about a true story that happened 43 years ago. Um there's a moment near the, like the, this team gets put together and they're put through a rigorous and crazy training camp. And right at the end of training camp, the coach brings in a player uh, from Minnesota, the University of Minnesota, that's having a hot season, as if he's going to put him on the team right at the last second and take someone else's spot. And the, right, the leaders get together, go to the the coach and say, "We don't want him," right? And it's a big dramatic moment, right? Well, why don't you want him? And the the big bully, right? OC O'Callahan, because we're a family, Herb. Like it's a whole thing. Like he's not one of us. That moment is a big show of of how great their relationships are, how great their locker room culture is, that they don't want somebody who might be a good player, more talented, to come in and take the spot of one of their guys that has earned their spot. And again, it's movied up, so don't, you know, it's not exactly uh, the most probably true part of that story. But the exact opposite is happening in college football and college basketball locker rooms all across the country. They're bringing in transfers, dropping them in after spring practice, right? After years of paying dues, and they're just going to take spots. And my guess is the captains couldn't come together and say, we don't want them. We're a family herb. Like they don't, they can't do that. So I would be worried, right? Like the movie is a good example of it. Like if that guy would have stayed around, that would have been a, a... a fly in the ointment, right? It would have been the bad part. It would have been a problem. It would have been that little crack on your the little star on your windshield that starts off as just a little, oh, that's fine. And then you come back on one cold day and it's spidered across your whole windshield. And it's happening everywhere in college sports. ODU, not immune to it, but they're they're not the only one. They're one of hundreds. But we'll continue to track the portal and who, like I said, both those DBs, ODU should go try to track down. Uh, This is the 757 at 6 here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. I'm going to step out, but Robbie is going to round out the show with something we call Robbie's Roundout. It's very on the nose of a title. Uh, The Tides are coming up at 630. Who are they playing, Robbie? The Rochester Redbirds or Red Wings Ro- or something Ro- like Rochester that. Rochester Redbirds or Red Wings. It's whoever the, the Nationals affiliate is. We don't get to know their mascots. We're the Tides, and that's all we care about. We're at least the flagship for the Tides. So that's coming up at 630. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. I'll see you tomorrow. Robbie's closing out the show next. Until tomorrow, have a great night, everybody. The clock is running out on the 757 at 6. That means it's time for Robbie's Roundup. Oh, wait a minute. It's Robbie's Round About or Robbie's Roundout. Whatever he's calling it today, here's Robbie Vogler on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. That's right. This is the 757 at 6, Robbie's Roundout. It is great. Great to be with you all. I want to say thank you to everybody. Uh, just a real quick before we uh, dive into what we want to talk about today. Again, Norfolk Tides baseball coming up in about 10 minutes right here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 941. 
I need to say thank you to everybody for the birthday wishes. If you sent me, if you uh, saw me at the the Tides game yesterday, thank you for uh, wishing me a happy birthday. Everybody that texted into the Dream Lawns text line, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was a, it was a wonderful day. Capped off with, with a Tides win, which was fantastic. Um, I, I haven't been. I, I will say this. That was my first, second game of the year for the Tides. It was my first time seeing the Tides actually win in quite some time. So it was very nice to, to be in the building for a Tides victory. And this season special, we talked about it at, almost at nauseum right here on the program. And, of course, during this segment, uh, the Tides are going to be special this year. And it was fun to go out there and just enjoy it. Perfect weather. And then it got capped off with um, – my favorite NHL team, the Seattle Kraken, beating the uh, defending, the reigning Stanley Cup champions in the Colorado Avalanche late last night. So let me tell you, it was a great birthday overall. Got to, to spend it with some great people. And any time that, that I can spend it on the airwaves with, with, with you, the listeners, it, it makes it even more special. So thank you all for their birthday wishes and everyone that uh, that saw me at the game and wished me a happy birthday as well. We had a text come in, and we're not going to dive into the transfer portal too much in this segment. Tim talked about it, and he, I'm sure he will talk about it again more and more as the, the, the offseason kind of rolls along post-spring. But uh, someone from the 757 texted in, I believe ODU's future QB Colton Joseph is arriving in June. Um, and they'll probably redshirt him, which is probably true. They probably will redshirt him. I think uh, what what Tim is referring to is is Ricky Ronnie after Hayden Wolf uh, officially announced that he was entering the transfer portal. Coach Ricky Ronnie announced uh, in a Sun Belt conference call or a press conference that he was having that they will be looking in the transfer portal portal for a quarterback. Uh, so that that will at least make one more quarterback come into town um, in Norfolk and kind of fight for that starting job. So right now it seems like they want four-ish quarterbacks on the roster uh, come next season or at least come the summer before things kind of get kicked off underway. So I, I'm excited to see what Colton Joseph has to offer. Um, but again, you're, you're talking maybe two, three years down the road before he starts getting consistent starting reps for old dominion but i don't i don't mind the move he seems like a great quarterback and it'll be fun hopefully if he can stay here in norfolk i want to talk about it's funny because tim mentioned moments ago that scene in miracle where they were talking about family and you know talking about just how important it is to have that family aspect when you're trying to pick a, a university or a program. Well, someone right here in the 757 actually picked their university because of that family-like atmosphere. Defensive lineman from Phoebus, Anthony Reddick. You may know him. He is one of the best linebackers or one of the best linemen in the country. And obviously one of the top linemen in the state of Virginia played for Phoebus who went undefeated had again one of the best years in recent history pretty much ran the table Phoebus did and we we covered that a lot during during the season he's going to Maryland and he was quoted in the Virginia Pilot and that's where we're getting all this information from 
uh, a great article done by uh, Larry Obama. We would talk about him all the time. It's just it's great to see these athletes, you know, kind of giving back. And and the reason why Anthony Reddick uh, committed to Maryland. He said it felt like it had the, that family vibe, and that's what I was going for. He had he had received offers from other places like ODU, Wake Forest, Virginia, Virginia Tech, and he said it was an easy decision when he went up to Maryland and kind of made that decision for himself to become a, a Terrapin. And, and we talk about it all the time the the vibe or the the culture that you surround your program with at every level of competition. Not only at the at the college level because that's very important, but at the high school level, at the middle school level, at the at the the Pop Warner level, you want to surround your athletes with a vibe and, and a culture and a a environment that they are going to feel comfortable in. And if you can make someone feel comfortable in an environment that is family oriented or that is that feels like you're a family once you step on campus, that is nothing but good things for your program. Yeah, it's a bummer that he 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 didn't get that feeling from ODU or Virginia or Virginia Tech. Would have loved for him to stay in the seven five seven, of course, or at least in the state of Virginia. But this is a young man that is gonna have a very Probably a, a a very big future ahead of him. Let's just put it that way. I think he's going to be someone that is going to be an absolute monster from day one. He most likely, I don't know if he's going to be a a defensive lineman. He could kind of transition from that linebacker, that edge rusher. But I'm excited to see what what he does, and it's just it's great to see somebody here in the seven five seven. Put that culture, put that environment over everything else because that's so important to to do when you're talking about building not only a program, not only an organization, but you're building a family because most likely these athletes will be with this team more than anybody else for the next three to four to five years of their life. So you need to make sure that they're comfortable with it. They are excited to, to be going to your university. And I'm not just trying to talk to all college coaches out there, even though I kind of feel like I am preaching to college coaches out there of, of making your athletes or making your prospective athletes comfortable in the environment so that they will be comfortable sitting there and staying there for the next four to five years. We've talked about it at nauseum, you know, the amount of times that people will be like, okay, well, it's all about the transfer portal. I, I'm going to go to this college. Then I'm going to transfer to this college. I'm going to go to this college and, and so on and so forth. If you f- make them feel like they belong and this is kind of the place for them, you're not going to have that as often a- as you may in, in other ways. That's going to wrap things up for the 757 at 6. Don't forget Dreamlon's text line always open. 757-687-9494. You can always reach out to us on there. Draft party coming up one week from tomorrow. All the draft representatives have been chosen, but that does not mean you can't come out and you can't be a part of the draft party and you can't be entered to win prizes. We're going to have something for everybody. We want to see you out there at the Eagle's Nest. And in a week from tomorrow, it's going to be a long, long day, but it's going to be a lot of fun, and we hope you join us. 
out there. That's going to wrap things up. Like I said, once again, for Tim Donnelly, I'm Robbie Vogler. Norfolk Tides baseball coming up in just a couple of seconds. Later! The 757 at 6 on Priority